So let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us with whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type two collagen. Make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the stretch and flex smoothie in tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. The following podcast uses profanity in creative ways, and we bring up all the topics that you were warned against talking about in polite conversations. The contents herein are for entertainment purposes only. All stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and do not necessarily reflect any business, nonprofit organization, state, or federal government. Listener discretion is very much advised. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Utah Outcast, and since we're releasing this on a Wednesday, you know what that means. It's time once again for our weekly feature segment, and we're going to jump right into them here in a second, but if you're new to the format or for the show, uh, we normally get all of our news and current event stuff out on the uh, Monday portion of the show because it's a, l- it's a lot fresher at that point. And on this one, we dedicate the entire time to talking about you know our items on the agenda that are less urgent, such as... Fun with Real Audio, we could do that just about any time we want. And we've got a whole segment this week of You Ought to Know, which we haven't done in about a month, where we're going to be talking a whole lot of Jason Chaffetz with a special guest guest commentator. Uh, hi, I'm your host, I'm X, and along for the ride this week is the Ricardo Montalban to my tattoo, Kyle Steenblake. <laughs> Welcome Ooh. back, sir. <laughs> I, I like that one. I, I do like that one. I gave Felicia, she's the Samwise to my Frodo last week. So oh. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm going to try to bring up some more fun duos. Maybe you're the Starbucks to my Apollo or something like that. <laughs> There's all sorts of great duos out there. You're my the, Jennifer the Lopez. Gum, the Gum the Jabbar to my <laughs> Baron <Kobe>. Harkonnen. <laughs> <laughs> you are the spice to my flying space vagina. <laughs> oh man, what were they thinking? <laughs> <laughs> if that guy catches you with the box of his eye holes, he comes bursting in through a window and just starts kicking the shit out of you. Ah! I'm the eye hole man! What is going on? Ah! Give me my eye hole! Oh my God. Give me my eye hole! They're part of the cover his mind, Jerry! What do you mean? Help me! Alright, so just this Wednesday, we received word that Utah's own uh, gerrymandered third district asshole asshole eyed i think jeff is the one that came up with that term was the the prolapsed anus eyes of, of jason chaffetz that was just oh, like yeah it's a goatsy eye yeah it's been running with goatsy. it he, oh shit what's the eyes i forgot about that one he is <laughs> oh he is tub girl personified um and he's been sitting in like a very comfy re-election cushion of like 40 fucking percent of the voters in his district like yeah like it was 70 30 like the last race that he ran and so mm-hmm. It's really weird to me that he decided that he's feeling pretty mm, meh about being a, a member of Congress anymore, yeah, of the House specifically. But like, it, it just has me speculating because nobody ever does the whole um, what's the term for? You know, the I want to spend more time with my family. I want to spend more time. Yeah, as somebody who has a family, <laughs> <laughs> but, 
generally that's that's not that's, yeah, that's not what you do. That was a joke the other day is is when when Chris and I were talking about it was I had just been out shopping with my kid. <sighs> and it was like, I've been with them for three hours. I'd much rather be in DC. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, there's uh, you know, as far as I mean, even once you push past his gerrymandering, one of the things that the Chaffetz did that nobody has paid a lot of attention to. And I know I've bitched about this on my show a few times, but mm-hmm. uh, the volunteers and supporters that he had on his first mm-hmm. campaign. He was running. Um, he had them the next two municipal cycles running for city council, uh, mayor. Ah, uh, that's right. That mm-hmm. to make sure that no matter what he fucked up, no matter what he blocked, and no matter how little pork he brought home, there weren't uh, city level uh, elected officials bitching about it. Right. And it was brilliant. Now, uh, where I'm at in West Jordan, I don't know if you guys have paid attention or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of these folks, uh, turns out they're bad eggs. And we got one guy. On oh, the hell you say. <laughs> just really? going through an existential crisis of, of dipshittery, unlike anything I have ever seen before. And everyone <laughs> on the council, and they all used to be buddies, they're like, could you just please fucking go away? He's like, no, no, I'm supposed to be here. <laughs> <laughs> train wreck out here. And these are, these are Jason Jaffet's handpicked dipshits. Yeah. Well, his his dipshits are going away, and I I really think that uh, that clusterfuck of a, a a town hall that he tried to do. <laughs> yeah, the little girl. Think, the little girl's like, oh, I believe in science. Why I don't, don't you? <laughs> I don't think it necessarily rattled him because I think he's far too uh, arrogance. Not the right word, but um, yeah, because you don't. He, he is he is not self aware enough. To know what's happening. <laughs> oh, the, the, even after the iPhone fucking incident, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he still thinks he's right on that. Yeah, he's like, what? <laughs> he, no, 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 I was right. Was, that's that, right. The fact that I could buy at 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 market premium for health insurance, I could buy an iPhone and a half, brand new, every fucking month. Mm-hmm. Spend between you know my premiums, my copays, and what I owe on on meds. And that's with pre-existing condition discrimination being against the law currently. So he doesn't get that because, you know, whatever you say about new skin and their, and their weird, you know, the pyramid shaped lotions, uh, you know, they had good insurance and the little fucker has been taken care of his whole goddamn life. He has no idea. The only person I think up there with less of a clue than him is, is Paul fucking Ryan who hates the government, hates people that work in the government, hates elected officials, and has done nothing else professionally his entire fucking life. I think he hates everybody. I think he is a misanthrope. I mean, he is like the very definition of that word. You know, like, you look that up in the dictionary, yeah. oh, there's a picture of Paul Ryan flexing, I hate everybody. <laughs> <laughs> like, he hates everybody, but I love Ayn Rand. That's, oh. that's kind of... Oh. Hat on backwards, like the personification and <laughs> fleshing out of actual white privilege. <laughs> He is a, he is a, his mom bet, was a fleshlight. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> you know, I, I bet Paul Ryan still occasionally rotates through his Limp Bizkit albums. <laughs> what was like, the, he's, he's not the, he's not the guy who just kept them because you keep everything. And it's like, yeah, I had that. And that was a thing that happened. No, he's, he still pulls them out and goes, oh, shit. 
I and forgot about I'm, this. I'm I'm not gonna hate on that first album. Ross Robinson was about the best thing that happened to that band. <laughs> Except for the Nookie. No, that was the that was the second one. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was the the chocolate covered starfish. Has yeah. stated several times, probably yeah. in ten minutes. I'm old, so <laughs> Limp Bizkit made a lot of sense to me. My favorite Limp Biscuit song was like a throwaway B side. Somebody picked it up off the studio floor of the the Fred Durst. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yes, Fred Durst doing. Uh, he did it all for the cookie in Cookie Monster uh, imitation. <laughs> Now, God. now fucking the, haven't the, heard it go the band was full of actually like really talented people except oh, for yeah. Durst. <laughs> like west borland had a what was the name of that album that you shared with me the other day there kyle what big dumb head or something like that or big stupid head big, big, big dumb face yeah big dumb Duke face, Lion fights the terror yeah, yeah good album really good album dude was a hell of a guitarist anyway uh back to jason chaffetz as, as everybody that is not <laughs> from utah keeps saying the man has hit so many fucking like nationwide news articles, and you know, mm-hmm. um, I listen to it. I can, I can almost guarantee you that's why he hasn't stepped down yet because he's still getting press. And the second it goes away, he's done. I think well, he, he, he he's probably well, going he's to be done, done anyway. Done. But well, uh, he's he's done in the sense that he's going to be everywhere without having to work for it. Oh yeah, you're right there. Except people, does he still sleep on that fucking cot in his office? Apparently, there was a there was a dude on the news the other night that that was talking about the the poor picked on congressional, uh, uh, you know, delegation members that still have to sleep in their offices because they don't have enough money. You know, they ought to have a dorm. Make no mistake, you know, sleeping in your office is fucked up and it's against the law. But uh, yeah, yeah, he's known for that shit. (laughs) <laughs> you should have a dorm room if you're going to go back and serve you should have somewhere to sleep you don't get a fucking mansion not alpha house but yeah. they should have a place where you like being in the military you know mm-hmm. you get your five by five and 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 you've got somewhere to lay down and pack your shit and you can and get up and go shower. <laughs> oh yeah yeah that'd be great they could hang out there <laughs> and I could mark just- I could just imagine the the fucking the the towel whipping that would be going on. <laughs> it's just the page yeah, boys and the... <laughs> that that you know tiny peckered entourage would be totally safe because it's hard to get that precise with a towel. Jason <laughs> <laughs> James has a little dick. Yeah. Um, so uh, Chaff- let me oh, go ahead. I want to I want to take a step back on Chaffin's real quick. Yeah. And I take a shit on Jim Matheson and then explain <laughs> go a ahead. little bit of going on because like i said uh i I, i've I've combed the internets to look for as many rumors as i can i have a long long list for you guys okay and 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 the two things that start with is at the time that i was on ksl news radio and had my show there uh there were two guys that would not come on the show that i invited jim matheson and and jason chaffins and jim matheson's folks are like jim doesn't like you he's not coming on so, <laughs> like, well, hey, you know, at least at least they're upfront about that. That's, <laughs> that's fine. I didn't like but, Jim okay. an asshole. But yeah. um, yeah, I spent two years chasing chasing Jason, and nothing, you know, not a damn thing. The guy was too chicken. Mm-hmm. Now, when when Jim Matheson quit and said he wasn't going to run again, what you do, and this works really well in Utah because of how screwed up our election system is here is you you 
drop and then folks from your party get to run for the seat and then you get the incumbent protection that mm-hmm. that the the old uh, McCain Feingold gives you. Mm-hmm. Matheson didn't do that because he's a dick. Uh, he'll say, and I think he did say, he's like, well, you know, I got elected. I'll serve out my term as opposed to because the guy had no party loyalty at all. No, With Jason, at the very base, say that all of these rumors are untrue, which I mean, at least half of them have to be true. But <laughs> one of the reasons why Republicans in Utah quit when they're done, when they know they're not going to run again, is to offer that incumbency protection to somebody who gets a year or so of their name in the news uh, mm-hmm. and build up their donor base. Utah Republicans, when they're not busy stabbing each other in the back, really do a good job of taking care of themselves and each other. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. one of the things that with him going, so it didn't surprise me. That's why when, when you mentioned, Chris, that, yeah. that it, there's rumors. I'm like, well, there's always rumors. <laughs> but I went and looked because I was like, well, okay. Um, I realized that I cut the cord, so my news intake's a little low. And <laughs> I wish. Oh God, I wish. <laughs> this, heard this, heard this, and then you put them all together, and it's like, oh, he makes Mark Shirtliff look pretty tame. <laughs> and, yeah, he does. Yeah. So, you know, what it comes down to is, is him quitting is not the way the national news is playing it because of how screwy Utah is. That's not per se the the oh my god there's something there the oh my god there's something there is when uh the goatee narcissist goatee-eyed narcissist decides that he's going to quit this is a guy that has leaked uh, classified information on live television <laughs> mm-hmm. it's showed, a guy he showed up with that chart that was just so fucking raw <laughs> with the, yeah with the secret base locations on it. Uh-huh. yeah you know, and if that doesn't get a guy thrown out of office, then he's safe. And when you when you look at the benefits he has, and you look at, at at what he's putting together there, then you look at who he went to to announce that he wasn't going to run again. Doug Wright he went to fucking is, hit Doug Wright, uh, mm-hmm. the, the most contented, uh, easy fellatiation uh, star fucker that the Republicans ever had. You, you <laughs> you're so right. <laughs> murder a baby goat. By buggery, and if you're an elected Republican, Doug Wright will give you a pat. That's where you go when something bad happens. And so, when I saw that he did his announcement on Doug Wright's show, mm-hmm. that I started getting suspicious. <laughs> for for and, people that might be wondering, uh, Doug Wright is a uh, radio host at KSL Radio, which is a, a radio station here in Utah, but it's a radio station that's owned by the LDS Church. For those that might be wondering, mm-hmm. and no. so Mormons, you know, the Mormons, yeah. So, so it's they, really they, sad. They're it very used to be a reputable event. station too. Yeah. Which, by the way, if anybody just put two and two together, yes, I had a show on KSL. What was the What was the word <laughs> that got got you kicked off again? I can't remember what it was. What was the twaddle? That's right. <laughs> saying twaddle on the air, and that was about Jim Matheson, by the way. Is the press full of empty fluff and twaddle? And I got a huge lecture on that. The word that got me thrown off, uh, that got me replaced, was uh, vagina. Oh. (laughs) And that was on my blog. It was on my personal blog. And now, don't get me wrong. There was an excessive use of the word vagina because (laughs) I was talking about Republicans. (laughs) They hate women. And the thing that they Uh hate about women are vaginas. Well, they're scary and mysterious. 
and I mean, it does mean sheath in Latin, so I mean, I could see how they'd be threatened by that. You know? <laughs> Ain't nobody covering my penis, no. <laughs> and yet, anyway. So, yeah. All right. So, Jason Chapin. Yeah, Jason Chapin. The the first thing that's popping up the loudest right now is that there are. There's been a lot of petitions for it, but there's a, a, a an ethics complaint mm-hmm. and against him for his behavior, especially with the Comey letter uh, right before the the uh, election. The October surprise, yeah. Like oh yeah, clown. and yeah. and I know that, and you know, don't get me wrong, I jumped on that fucking bandwagon because it was bullshit. But Comey was looking at some stuff sent the letter to the committee uh, as he is wont to do. There was no reason for him to look at it. He'd seen it all before. They proved that. Mm. But um, basically, the he, he told the committee, we're not reopening anything. We're just looking at some stuff. And we got to tell you, because you guys are looking at this stuff too, that this will be available for you to look at. It's discovery, you know? And, yeah, it's yeah, kind of. And that's when Chapin said and sent the tweet that they were reopening the case, which is what set the media tone. And then the letter was uh, accidentally leaked, and, and and it turned into a dialogue that was patently untrue. And so there is a group, um, I think it's Americans Against Trump, uh, mm-hmm. or Democrats Against Trump, I'm not sure which one it was. It's, it's they, one of them, yeah. yeah they filed uh, an ethics complaint against Jason, and then Jason turns around after the swearing-in of the new Congress and tries to gut... Uh, all the ethics, yeah. The, the ethics committees, yeah. Yeah. Uh, stuff. So, yeah, not suspicious at all, Jason. No, <laughs> no. Like, that was literally no. their first move. Well, I mean, that well, was their first fucking his, move. <laughs> in his defense, he has no fucking clue what that office does. So, I find it interesting what? that the guy. When he was at Trump's inauguration, like, uh, and he, he shook hands with uh, with Hillary, and he took that picture, and we lambasted oh, the fuck out of him oh, because he put it on Instagram and like, "Yo, Jason in the house." I'm like, "Get the fuck out of here, man!" And he's like, "The investigation continues," and like, he's come out and said, "Look, we've got two more years of investigations we're going to be doing about <laughs> Benghazi," and now yeah. all of a sudden, I don't want to do this anymore, guys. I... <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's, I, you know- I think a chunk of it is is that. He's going to have to, with all the pressure that he's getting and all these other people are getting, he's going to have to look into the whole Trump thing. At least, you know, pretend to look into it. And he doesn't want to well, do he that. Can only, he can only push it off so long. And I think, I, I, I think his, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to say his bosses because they're not his bosses, but I think the party heads uh, have hinted that his seat is a lot safer without him in it. <laughs> well, park. Bringing, up, bringing up Russia, is there are several people, um, and I was reading about this in, in the Washington Post, mm-hmm. and, and that is that uh, there are sources claiming that the Russians know about some bad behavior on Jason's part uh, and that they're blackmailing. And again, no evidence whatsoever. All they're doing is reporting what the sources say, which personally... I'm not fond of. I don't like that kind of thing. No, because Luis Mensch has been doing a lot of that on Twitter, and it's like, lady, chill the fuck out, man. (laughs) Definitely. Because right now, what's being said 
is that he's been carrying on a years long affair and this is the really the first time that particular rumor has popped up because for other folks in other places that's usually the sort of thing is yeah i i <clears throat> i don't want to jump on that one for a lot of different reasons in that that's the kind of thing that can as much as i hate jason chaffetz you know i don't want to fuck up his marriage mm-hmm. but no other- true i mean any more than it already is yeah so <laughs> i don't want to jump on that but that that the russians might have something on him when you look at his cult of personality and you look at the bullshit that he's done and you look at how uh how odd he is with secrecy and and other bad behavior you know that one i can kind of take a stretch to that there that there may have been something someone has on him somewhere personally I wouldn't be surprised if it was something from his multi-level marketing days coming back to haunt him, but that's just me, and I hate. That. So, uh, well, I I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if his multi-level marketing days have not exactly been put behind him. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it could he, be. He, with I mean, it could be. I mean, I mean, I mean, how much shit could you get in for if you got caught? doing that kind of shit out of a congressional office well now let's also remember that like the most the most popular name right now point salesman of congress i see it right now hey guys get in my downline well that's that's what that's kind of what i'm going to. oh i could totally see him doing that that's what i'm kind of going to because eric prince is like his name is popping up all over and they're the fucking kings of the amway fortune so it's like <laughs> fuck the Illuminati. It's being run by fucking MLMs. <laughs> God. So we've got a Could we've you got imagine? a staffer. You got a former staffer. And again, uh this one's from Dave Bernstein. You got a former staffer that's running around going, Everybody's in a panic in Jason Chaffetz's office, his staff, because several of them are worried they're going to get indicted. Oh shit. <laughs> now, this could just be bullshit but there is there is a lot of talk about that it was all round about the same time as opposed to following a linear timeline of retweets uh you know and and snowballing a story and mm-hmm. uh so there's there's impropriety with uh fundraising that one's been yeah. haunting him for years mm-hmm. So there's very little doubt in my mind that at least some part of the Justice Department's been looking into that. And and if I had to make a bet, and I don't know that I'm I'm at that place yet, but I probably will be in the next day or so. But it's probably got something to do with uh with campaign finance, uh misappropriation of funds, mm-hmm. uh, and probably somebody that knows what he did with it, whatever that may be. Uh, that's about to to blow their top because the FBI has been looking at this for at least a couple of years. Yeah. It doesn't take a lot of time and effort to prove that you didn't do anything wrong as far as campaign finance is concerned. Because if you're on the up and up, it's a pretty quick run through a calculator to figure that out. What takes mm-hmm. time is to figure out what you're hiding, how it's being hidden. And how and- to build the best case against it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, I mean that's just really it. There's a reason why the feds, and again, I'm, I'll go local, which is weird because I never do that. There's a reason why the feds decided that they weren't going to use their particular evidence against our former attorney general and his little syncophatic, you know, 
uh, uh, pony boy. Um, and that is because there's something else attached to that that's bigger. Do they know now, about the boat? <laughs> here's the thing. I'm not, and just, I'm, I'm just putting twos and twos together that may or may not be there. You know, yeah. this is all mm-hmm. supposition. Nobody knows shit except for Chaffetz and a few folks over at the Fed. But when you consider all of the personalities involved in, in the, the shirtless swallow thing, right? Mm-hmm. And how both of those two, at least shirtless at the beginning, has decided to cut a deal for immunity for, for, to testify. And that the case against uh, Swallow is way stronger than it was against Shirtliff. And from what I understand from people that I know up at the Davis County uh, DA's office, that the, the case against Shirtliff was solid. Uh, that if there is more of campaign finance, impropriety, bribes, and et cetera, it wouldn't surprise me whatsoever if whatever this is is something that's caught a hold of Chaffetz. Because he was that little peckerhead douchebag that got fired out of Huntsman's office for fucking around with the schedule. Remember? Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's <laughs> being sneaky as shit. He was double booking the governor, sending the governor to one thing, and then taking meetings and saying, I'm here to speak on behalf of the governor. Governor finds out and says, Take a hike. <laughs> and stop doing that shit. Republican, <laughs> you fail up. So he ran for Congress and won. Oh, it's like, like civil said, service like that thing. God, I love I love our system here. Yeah, you can murder a baby goat with buggery and still get elected. <laughs> Let's see. We have a um I, I wanted to touch just on on the um uh the having an affair thing. I only want to bring that up just for one second because there was a Twitter post oh. that he had the other day, like almost immediately after he started talking about leaving. He's, he posted like a couple of news articles, and one of them was five things you didn't know about Mrs. Chaffetz. And I'm like, oh, and no, it was, it was, a, like, it was yeah, a puff five, piece. Five, like, it was like five <laughs> things you need to know now. She and I'm like, a- and it's just had <laughs> me going, things. like, anybody else is looking at this, like, oh, Jason's just doing something about his wife. And I'm like, okay, he just announced he's leaving. There's all these rumors about shit going on, and now he's posting uh-huh. how much he loves his wife. It's like, wow, who did you fuck? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Like, is it going to be blue dress with cum stains on it, or is it going to be like, was, uh, is it going to be that, some guy's overalls? His name Billy Bob, you know, that you just met in the fucking uh, the the bathroom. <laughs> it's the return of Mark Foley. It could be. What if it was? What it if it was Carlos be. Danger? That was, that was one of my fa- that was one of my favorite Twitter. Just <laughs> I have a white meltdown. <laughs> they he got eviscerated by people on there. Uh, people were throwing up extra things on the list, like, oh, yeah, don't forget number seven. Uh, she hasn't been satisfied in 17 years. <laughs> I'm still afraid to tap my feet in the bathroom stalls nowadays. It's like, <laughs> Yeah, it's when you, you turn off the, the headphones when you sit down in the airport potty. <laughs> you start tapping your toe. The next thing you know, you're either going to jail or you're being treated like you are in jail. Or you're finding yourself uh, uh, as an extra on the set of... Um the new Porky's movie. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. I go into the bathroom at the airport. I turn rush on and I go to town and I hope for a little action. <laughs> go fucking get you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I'm sorry. Neil Pert. Never, he's getting the, the bass player. Never mind. <laughs> oh, man. Let's go, guys. I'm not joking around. <laughs> I can't. Look, I, I went to a bad place. Kyle, bad place. 
Why the fuck is he listening to Limbaugh in the bathroom? Is he trying to get... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> then you guys cleared it up, and I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> enough for Rush. <sighs> All right, so there's a, there's a little bit more speculation. I'm just going to knock a couple of them off the list that we got here. He's facing pressure because of invest- investigation of Russia ties to the presidential election. Okay. Nothing's come of that yet. We, we speculate on it. We know that there's ties there, but until like charges start coming out, it doesn't do anybody any fucking good to keep doing this whole Louise Minch thing where she's just like, yeah. oh, you see, Bernie Sanders worked with this one guy, so he's a Russian, too. It's like, you guys are getting way too deep. Like, this is turning into uh, an airport fucking spy thriller novel. It's like... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not even a good one. Uh, let's see. There's another reason saying that he's bored. This is, this is from Politico. I picked this up from there. Uh, they're saying that he has no intention of exercising oversight on the party's the president, and he may not see much point in being the powerful head of the oversight committee with Trump in the White House and Republicans controlling both chambers of Congress. So that one is like, horse shit. Yeah, he's going to try and open up the Whitewater investigation again. Is he really? No, I'm just. Oh, being I was about to oh, say no, really. He, he like, would. I would believe that. <laughs> the political that goes. The, that's the kind of shit he would do. He'd find something. Politico says he really does want to spend more time with his family. And they say, sure, why not? <laughs> uh, he's cashing in $8 million investigating the Whitewater thing that all led up to the president lying about getting a blowjob because any <laughs> insane person would lie about that. Did you, did you ball an intern? No. Oh, <laughs> looking for more. Um, sorry. No, that's fine. No, that 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 produced some of the best fucking comedy of my like younger adult life is is when President Clinton is trying to make the definition of what the word is is. It's just like that's fucking amazing, guys. That was brilliant <laughs> lawyer shit right there. I'll tell you, <laughs> the person that I feel the worst for in that whole thing is Lewinsky. Yeah, Monica she, got yes. a fucking bum rap on that. Wicked smart. You do she not is. up an intern at the White House and you're and you're an idiot, at least in a Democratic administration. Mm-hmm. And I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I've always thought that she was wicked hot. Um, you she, know, yeah. she was not an unattractive person. Uh, not no, at all. We, I, I don't know Kyle's scale, but my scale is go or no go. I don't have this zero to ten <laughs> bullshit that people have. And ninety nine percent of the time it's go. <laughs> and, and go usually depends on whether or not that's a word that the girl says. Yes, no. I mean yes. It's completely, yeah. it's completely <laughs> dependent on them, of course. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, with her, um, you know, fuck. What was she doing a f- couple of years ago? She was making fucking purses. Yeah, I think so. Oh. Yeah, she got her life destroyed mm-hmm. by Newt Gingrich and and Ken Star. A guy mm-hmm. was screaming and yelling about family values. You know, mm-hmm. on was his third marriage. <laughs> His third wife before he got rid of his second one. Who was dying of cancer. Who was dying of cancer at the time. Monica Lewinsky, and I don't know why she didn't do it, and maybe there's no jurisprudence for it, but she should have sued the fuck out of those guys. You know? And then just changed her citizenship because I caught... Did you guys catch your TED Talk last year? Yeah. No, it was really good. Yeah. She's... The world is a worse place because of of that particular Republican agenda in the nineties. Mm-hmm. She should uh, pull a Rachel Dolezal and change her name. Oh sh! <laughs> it, it, uh, Jeff, I don't know if you know who that is. Oh no, no, I, I'm sitting okay. here. I don't really want to start talking about that. No, one, no, I, I don't want to go on that one. But 
She no. popped up. She popped up this week and is fucking fascinating. I know. What the fuck? <laughs> Leave her alone. She's Nobody got books to sell. Shit about that weird, crazy, fucking white lady. <laughs> and to be honest, as as bad as cultural appropriation is, and as fucking horrible a dipshit as that lady is, she yeah. did a really good job with the NAACP out there. Yeah, she, she did. did. Job. She did. Now, that's wrong. It should be fired. I, no <laughs> Absolutely, stop. yeah. It should probably be committed. However, while she was doing the job, she did a pretty good job. <laughs> you know, I it, say what you will. She wasn't just there stealing a paycheck. She was actually doing the fucking work. The lunatic. <laughs> so Chaffetz has a couple of quotes here. Uh, when he, this is the one that he did with Fox News the other day, uh, saying that when I contemplate another two hundred nights away from home, it is just too much. Come on, man. Really? <laughs> You've been doing this for how fucking long? <laughs> you, you're not adjusted to it yet? And then he said, le- hours later, he said he released a statement saying, my future plans are not yet finalized, and I haven't ruled out the possibility of leaving early. In the meantime, I still have a job to do, and I have no plans to take my foot off the gas. Which is really interesting because like he contradicts himself in another political thing that I've got here where he said, I started poking around to see what might be worth and I and what sort of possibilities are there. And I got a series of let us know when you're serious. Well, now I can say, can you tell that I'm serious? I'll take a well, little bit no. of time to sort it out. I'd be can thrilled. Can tell you're serious? No. Have you ever actually looked in a mirror when you say something? No, we, <laughs> but we can't. Here's the the most fucked up thing about this whole thing that he's saying right here is like, I'll take a little bit of time to sort it out. I'd be thrilled to have a television relationship. Like he wants to be a Fox news guy. Well, oh, they, they do. Then- they do need a new guy. I thought they gave that to Tucker. <laughs> I don't. Dude, not our, Tucker not our Tucker. But- is the, is the bicycle of conservative news. They, just <laughs> bring, they fuck him for a little while until they find somebody to replace him. Because you know what about Tucker Carlson? Nobody likes that little shit. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. His own mother dressed him in bow ties, hoping, hoping he'd end up dragged behind a track. I'm just saying. <laughs> the fact that you have to give your 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 guy a bow tie to make him interesting, and I know he hasn't worn him for a long time, but if your po- if your whole personality is based on what fucking article of clothing you wear on TV, well, not <laughs> you are what nothing. You wear dude. On <laughs> you're still defined by what you wore years ago. That's man, how interesting that you are. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, he asked if he's resigning because of a yet-to-be-revealed scandal. Chaffetz said, absolutely, <laughs> positively not. And this is where it gets really delicious. Hang on. He said, not in any way, shape, or form, he said. I've been given more enemas by more people over the last eight years than you can possibly imagine. What? Phrasing, dude. <laughs> what? He literally said, and this is, I did not edit any of this. This is what he said. I have Which been, I've been given more enemas by more people over the last eight years than you could possibly imagine. Is that him like letting his kink out? I mean, I'm not going to shame the guy for it. I mean, having a clean colon is great, but. Well, I don't know, Jason. I can imagine quite a lot. He better not be shooting coffee up there. <laughs> no, that's against the word of wisdom. I don't think it goes. Yep. I don't think it matters which hole it goes in. Do you think that at any fucking time? No, I'm just. I'm sorry to throw this over the side really quick. The Joseph Smith or his wife, who I honestly believe the word of wisdom is based on shit she didn't like doing for his fucking friends. Uh, <laughs> oh, they spit tobacco on the floor all the time. I'm sick of that. Now, the Lord said no more tobacco in the house, guys. 
Take a bag of your friend's coffee and tea. No more hot drinks, guys. I think the that they, they do have proof of that last one, at least, because no, like, they, they do, Brigham actually, and the guys yeah. would come over and she's like, I'm sick of all I'm sick of all this shit. You guys are just terrible people. And like, I don't want to do this anymore. And so he's like, well, my wife says we can't do this anymore. Because <laughs> he's not going to admit that his wife kicks his ass. Um, anyway, so. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm more Edmonds. <laughs> and what the f- that just that's not even a that metaphor is... no nobody no. uses that uh-uh <laughs> he says from the no. secret service to the democratic Par- democratic party i am who i am he goes popeye on here for some reason if they had something really scandalous it would have come out a long long time ago well because... if you're given that many enemas yeah everything comes out <laughs> Gravity's gonna pull it out sooner. <laughs> Jesus, like they're putting the fucking the the mega car wash wand up his asshole and just <laughs> pulling the trigger. Uh, oh, go ahead, put six more quarters in. I think we're gonna be here for a minute. Not for nothing, but the one over by my house, you take credit cards and just push a button to recharge it. So. Love that shit. <laughs> Remember having to get a sock full of quarters for various reasons, but you know, going to get car washed. I. I had more romantic entanglements with socks than carrying chain. I I never blasted in socks. I never saw the point of it. I'm like, I, said, I didn't have either. <laughs> I, I don't, people, all guys jerk off in socks. Nope. Uh, <laughs> no, that's where my feet go, and I don't want my feet, my fits near one another. I don't want to think about that. <laughs> so back to month. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no shit. Uh, let's see. Um. So the governor was surprised by the whole fucking thing. He was, uh, you know, he said that it caught everybody by surprise. And uh, apparently the surprised by a windy day. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, we are. Uh, And they're they're already compiling lists of names. I mean, they've had lists of names already written up Mm -hmm. for who would take his place in case something came up. So don't think that's that much of a surprise. They already knew this shit was going to happen eventually. They Uh, they already know who's going to replace him. I can guarantee you that. But I still think that we are in for a huge, insane clusterfuck from right, far right, fringe right, and insane right. Mm-hmm. Boy, what an interesting time to be alive, gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be a mess. I miss my wife. Being separated just doesn't feel so right. Eating buffalo wings with you just doesn't replace the physical touch that I need in my life. Oh, I go to bed alone. So lonely, I just feel like I am in a cocoon. I want to be touched. Somebody please put your hands on me. I want to be touched. The gentle caress of a human, please I wanna be touched, oh I'll touch you if you touch me I wanna be touched, oh A double H.J. in the bathroom, please The bathroom, please The bathroom, please Please touch me You know, you'd think that if you're going through a terrible custody trial and coming out and letting everybody know that every pretty much everything that you're doing on your show is performance art, 
you probably shouldn't try to go on air and be as crazy as you have been, but Alex Jones does not let anything slow him down or stop him. And he's got a clip for us this week where he's going to make a new conspiracy theory about the, the Obama kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here we go. God damn it. I just can't take him serious. Like, I don't know how they're like, that should be just be off. That should be off the table. Don't go after people's kids. That's like one of those unwritten rules. Don't go after wives. Don't go after kids, you know, unless they're public figures. Mm-hmm. So it's like ugh. Sasha Malia should not be out there for him to like make up this shit about because they are just the kids of a world leader. They're not they don't have anything to fucking do with any of the policies or anything. Just, come on, man. This is out of the hill. Obama reportedly spending a month in French Polynesia where there's no criminal extradition for the United States. And that it's funny they just brought that to me because the word is Trump had tried to get them to just back off, go into abstentia like Napoleon and just stop it. But they won't stop. They know the deep state came out in the news. They said they were planning to overthrow Trump. And so little birdies have told me. And then Trump came out on air two days ago on Fox Business and said, you know, she's guilty, Hillary, and she should be criminally gone after. So certainly just briefly, because I, I want to go to these calls and hear what you have to say to the callers as they've been patient. Uh, Wait a minute. Let's just bring up this whole French Polynesia thing that he's having a problem with. Obama likes tropical environments. You're muted there, Kyle. So. Obama is just taking a month off, and he said that he's doing it to start writing on his book. I mean, <laughs> if you had a chance to go visit a place for a month to, you know, quietly have time to write stuff, you know. It's a good it, place to go. And it's at, it's in the middle of fucking nowhere, too. So <laughs> you're not going to really have anybody bothering you. And it's like, they want to make it seem like he's doing that to avoid extradition to the United States. Last time, I, Last thing I heard is that He's not under any kind of investigation for anything. No. Mm-mm. I mean, unlike, you know, where Comey said in front of fucking Congress saying that, uh, yeah, there is an FBI investigation going into the Trump administration for all this stuff. It's like, <laughs> one is wild conspiracy theories. And don't get me wrong, there are ones on the left. You have, I, I like reading some of the stuff that people post on Twitter and other places where they, they speculate on this stuff. It's fun to read, but at the same time, I oh, realize yeah, it's, it's a, it's amusing as shit, but there's, I, I don't, it's not based on any, any kind of reality uh-uh. at all. No, no, that's, that's fantasy. That's, that's delicious pulp fiction that you, we love to. So uh, you, ha- you have yeah. a guy on, on Twitter. He's the, the jester. I can't remember exactly how he spells it or anything like that. Mm. that's your guy that is you know he does bring up conspiracy but 99 percent of the time he's right about it because he is this rogue fucking hacker but the thing is he's also still a he calls himself a republican but he like he doesn't like the fact that the country is being run by people that are party first country second you know he's still a patriotic kind of mm. person louise minch <laughs> where God, she's fun to read because she she kicks the hornet's nest all the goddamn time. She's yeah, been she's... she's been hit and fucking missed. I mean, I would give her an accuracy of like fifty five percent right now, just slightly that's better generous. than guessing. That's you know, slightly that's pretty generous. <laughs> yeah, and she's got a blog out there that's fun to read and everything. But at the same time, it's like this is coming across as like like bat shit howler monkeys screaming at like Russia, 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 Russia. It's like like look, guys, I realize the Russia thing is very fucking important to what's going on. We've been screaming about this for fuck um 
Let's see. When was the election? Mm, November. Over a year. Over a year. I think we've been talking about this. The ties that Manafort uh-huh. had. I mean, we brought up like a 22 point like, look, these are all uh-huh. ties that we can document. There's all these things that are there. And more has come out since then. But she's going as far as saying is that Bernie is a Russian agent now, too. It's like. Uh, and that's where we are she's, with this Alex she's, Jones Yeah, thing, she's so. a classic example of how to ruin your credibility. Whatever little credibility you had as a reporter, she's the conspiracy theory thing is just going way too far. Or maybe she sees an opportunity and she's going to become the left's Alex Jones. I don't know. I'd, uh, I, I would probably watch a show, though. <laughs> I, she, she's not crazy. Alex Jones is successful because he's he is batshit crazy. Apparently the eating problem, chili naked in front of a camera the other day. <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? Well, we all know that Alex. Like, anyway, you said the problem. Uh, the problem with Alex Jones, really, is that the people who... Uh, there, there are people who buy into it. Yeah, they don't realize it's I mean, they're, they're fully performance invested. arts. They, they don't. <laughs> and, yeah, apparently, you know, thanks to a court discovery... Uh, and, and his custody case uh, it's a persona that's not really him no that he's Which, never acted crazy before he's never yelled and threatened and tried to you know ripped his shirt off on air or anything like that no that was all performance art <laughs> all performance art and if it is i mean first off if that's all performance art he's a fucking genius fucking brilliant because <laughs> that's it's that's one it's gold and he's consistent as fuck if he was just a little bit older, I would swear that it would be the return of um the what's the guy's name Kaufman. Andy Andy, Andy Kaufman. Kaufman. Yeah, <laughs> I still think he's gonna. <laughs> I think he's gonna he's gonna show up one of these days and he's gonna be like, "Ha ha! I was Trump all along." <laughs> God, that'd be glorious. Anyway, let's get back to Alex. What a little birdie's telling you. I've I've heard the same thing, and that's another story that I'm. There's a lot of stories uh, that I'm I've sitting on because words. some of the stuff that I know and that you know too, we get called conspiracy theorists and lying about Cernovich, all the time, even though our news is, is reported. So yeah, there's a lot of really funny business going on with Obama. <laughs> but if we said it right now on air, we would be so attacked, and it wouldn't even be worth it. But there's some real shady things going on with Obama right now. And where where's Michelle Obama? Wait, you'd be attacked, so you're not going to say it on the air. But they're going to say it on the air. This is your safe space. This is like your <laughs> like this is your opportunity to talk to your people, you know. Oh, Look, is it, is it, is it because there's watchdog people out there like us that are watching all your stuff and commenting <laughs> on it? I don't know. But. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe it's us. It's us. So there's yeah. this crazy we're, Obama shit. There's this crazy <laughs> stuff going on. <laughs> so he, he, he is going to say pretty much what he's been hearing so he's he's right of course he's, he's just he's 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 hedging yeah he's he's you know, he, like oh could be a conspiracy but <laughs> you know yeah i heard i heard from somewhere that this thing might be a thing that might be true if you look at it this way openly funded the arab spring yeah they were i think of how ballsy it was six years ago with google and facebook and they all went to that big hotel north of london where they had bilderberg the next year this is in the news later and organized the Arab Spring and the overthrow of all these secular governments and blowing up churches. And he actually, his family laundered the money in and it all came out in court. It's like, you got to actually hand it to him. And he actually tried an Islamic jihad takeover with Merkel, opening the borders, bringing them all in. I hear people like Horowitz say that, uh, you know, 15 years ago, I thought he was crazy. 
and he's completely abandoned his daughter who's making her rounds to the New York party scene. And shaking her ass. Oh, man, he's, <laughs> he's... I cut him off on shaking her ass, but... Yeah. I mean, I'm going to let him finish, but it's just like, they, they think that the Arab Spring was a Obama-funded <laughs> like jihad. If it was, if it was, a, if it was funded, if it was funded by external sources, uh, like Facebook, Google, and Obama, don't you think it would have gone a little bit better? I, I would think so, because product rollouts for all of those groups, except for Facebook, tend to be, <laughs> tend to be pretty well done. I, you'd, you'd think you wouldn't have situations where you have countries that are leaderless for a period of time mm -hmm. and then cycle through two or three different presidents and senates and parliaments because the, they can't figure out how to put their shit together. The problem with the Arab Spring is that once all was said and done and the leaders had left, is that the void that was left after those people were, uh -huh. had taken off because... A lot of these folks were tired of being underneath tyrants. That's what the whole Assad thing happened with Syria. It's not because it was a secular right. government. It's because they were tired of corrupt fucking government. Right. And they weren't even really secular governments. No, no. It's, it's, were... a, it's a cult of personality kind of governments. You like with uh, what what the fuck was his name that we uh, Gaddafi that we got out of there. Yeah. It's like the Arab Spring happened in a lot of these places because they've had dictators installed by other countries, you know. Mm -hmm. Don't get it twisted, man. No. We, we've I we've meddled around over there for so goddamn long that the the chickens are coming <laughs> home to roost, and it's like we won't fucking learn. We keep not learning about this, and we keep going. Yeah, let's go around over there and fuck around some more. Right. Let's see what yeah, happens this but time. Then, <laughs> but then, but then we did. But then, but then we did the complete opposite, like with the Arab Spring, yeah. and it was so hands off. Mm -hmm. That you wound up with these massive power vacuums, uh, and of course they did get taken over by uh, extremists, not extremists, but just Islamic groups, because that's right. like how the Republicans work. They are a more cohesive voting block and unit. You know, they are cohesive voting block and unit. There, it's a majority of the population. So yeah, of course there's going to be a lot more of them, and of course they're going to have their shit together already. Exactly. And if people really want to think of it that way, just look how the evangelicals voted in Trump this time. Mm -hmm. Our American Christians, the crazy Christian evangelicals, are the fucking Taliban of the you know, of the United States. It really is. Yeah. On TV, yeah. yeah. And the drugs and everything. Like, remember when Jenna Bush went out and drank a little bit of beer? I think actually in Austin, Texas, the end of the world. Story. No, she. I believe a she was drunk driving, wasn't she? Or a little was, bit of beer. Really. <laughs> a little bit of because, beer. Oh, nobody made a big deal out of it. You, uh, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, but no, she was, uh, if I remember correctly, she was like flat out arrested and not just like, oh, she's a little drunk. She was like passed the fuck out drunk multiple times. Both of them were. I'm trying to see what the the report was. It's like uh, she had been caught trying to buy beer using a fake ID. <laughs> <laughs> let's see their sisters are still trying to get a drink uh they uh, the charge red glass of beer drank from it <laughs> so there's she's been in more more problems than that Pu public yeah. drunkenness at 18 uh -huh. year old 
It just it, it's yeah. She had a drinking problem at that age, and as some people do. I I I didn't. I was one of those dumbasses that waited till I was twenty one. <laughs> so I'm not going to shame anybody into it. But for them to say like, uh, Bush doing it good, fine, normal, Obama doing it bad. It's just where we're at today. Yeah, but, you know, Obama's basically an absentee father. A, band, a lot of sad thing. A lot of sad things going on there. The word is those aren't even his kids. <laughs> well, first. Well, yeah, because uh, Michelle's you, a guy. Or, you know, that's what they're trying to say. Of course. Absentee yeah, father. Absentee course. father. Absentee father. Those kids are like fucking adults now. Yeah, they they I mean, were well, I mean, one of them. I mean, the, the, the youngest one is still finishing up high school, but she's she's what a senior now. Yeah. And the other one just started at what? Uh, Columbia? Harvard. No, Harvard. There you go. Yeah. And if you guys think that Obama and Michelle weren't like helicoptering them and, and I'm not saying that is a bad <laughs> thing. I'm just saying is that as the first black president, you know, they, they were, were under very, a very, very, very strict microscope that they realized the scope of where they were is that even just being a black person in America, being a black woman in America, you're already right. judged at a very different, you know, standard as everybody else. And all you have to do is uh, how fucking well behaved was that family? They were so there was there was like and, <laughs> zero, zero right. fucks that happened during the whole time right. they were there for eight years. The Bush yeah. family, we heard about a lot of stuff. You know, the Clintons, we had yeah. stuff going on with them. None. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely none under Obama. God damn it, man. <laughs> I've heard that too, but... it's These people are total cutouts. Well, they're, they're, they're manufactured because <laughs> that is why the deep state wanted him in. That's why they wanted Mitt Romney. And that's why they, they freaked out so badly about Trump. Is, and, and we talked and about notice this he's on staying out of the U.S., Right as they moved to try to overthrow Trump. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> They're over in French Polynesia so that when, when Trump gets overthrown. <laughs> Wait, didn't didn't they, didn't the Obamas spend like a month in Hawaii? Yeah, recently. Immediately after. So, yeah. Uh, the fucking again. grin that he had on his face when they were out the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See you guys. You guys, yeah, this is your job now. You go ahead and just, and I, I like to think that Obama knew that there was, they, they knew that the secrets were already there. That's why he had paperwork hidden and everything mm-hmm. so that people couldn't lose it. And so oh, he's I'm, like, I, he's I like, like oh, think, we're going to nail you to the wall here in a couple of months. <laughs> I like to think that like on his way out, he was handing dossiers, dossiers uh, to other people. you know big manila envelopes full of things to people's like you're gonna need that in a month <laughs> you hang on to that there's a big giant <laughs> fucking package waiting somewhere in the in the white house where it says do not just, open till xmas <laughs> yeah just walking out the door oh swing by the, the 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 hoover building uh you guys are gonna want this and don't say where you got it and if it disappears if you don't do something with it it's going to show up at BuzzFeed. Yeah. Uh, who, am I, who am I kidding? <laughs> who am I kidding? Obama wouldn't do that. He sent Joe to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Joe rolled up playing fucking Coolio's Gangster's Paradise. <laughs> delivering <laughs> stuff. He didn't even get out of a car. He's just like holding the envelope out of the convertible. <laughs> Here you go. I've been wanting to drive a car for 13 fucking years. Here you go. <laughs> I'm not getting out of here. <laughs> 
cheap. How about some more beans, Mr. Taggart? I'd say you've had enough. <laughs> uh, Lance Wallnow, uh, writer, crazy fucking Christian guy. He uh, wants to talk to us about the the strike on Syria, you know, the tomahawk strike that we had recently, and the man is barking. He's just absolutely fucking yeah. barking, and we'll just have to hear what he has to say. Here we go. Nerve gas! One more point. Look at the symbolism in this. You know, Donald Trump said at a meeting I was at, he said the number one thing he noticed most on American pastors, and I thought he was going to say love, dedication, you know, whatever, faith. He said, the number one thing I've noticed with American pastors is fear. Donald Trump said that, or did he? And you guys didn't bother, you know, correcting him on that or anything? No, you guys are just out there to scare everybody. That's what the threat of hell is, really. <laughs> yeah, no, sounds and right. Hey, hey Lance, um, yeah, nerve sure. gas is not a concept. Nerve gas is a thing. And it's something that he used, mm-hmm. and it killed a lot of people. It's yeah. Not a, is well, is is sarin technically a nerve gas? I think it's a nerve agent. Well, let, let's do some Google foo real quick. Uh, is uh, sarin? I can't remember if it's biological or if it is a. It's not biological. It, I think it, it probably is a, a nerve agent, nerve gas, but chemical weapon, and due to its extreme potency as a nerve agent. Yes. A nerve agent. Yes. But uh, nerve gas is not really a thing. That's colloquial. Yeah. Very. It's an it's very... a organophosphorus compound, and it's got a really uh-huh. long, <laughs> long chemical <laughs> chain yeah. because it's a, it's organic chemistry and fucking organic chemistry is crazy. Uh, so it's very lethal even at low concentrations. But we're we're let's get back to him talking about fear. Whatever he's going to say about this. And that's why it's so idiotic that there are a bunch of them right now. I'm going to name their names as soon as I get, get them written down. A bunch of them are going out public saying that they don't think the Johnson Amendment should be repealed because pastors shouldn't be getting involved with, with politics in the first place. They shouldn't. <laughs> no, they shouldn't be. It's... it's in your best interests that that continues to yeah. happen. Because let, mm-hmm. let's just say that uh, you guys get a uh, a Muslim guy that's trying to run for office and he's backed by a religious group that can make all this money wash away because you have this shade tree of a religious organization that could launder it for them to get it to the guy. Mm-hmm. Nobody thinks about it. They don't think about this stuff. They only think about their Christian privilege of it. You know, that, oh, we're going to look at it through the lens of our own church. Not look at it through the lens of anything else, you know. How mad right. would these people be, like, if all the secular groups decided to get together and decided to, <laughs> you know, get people installed throughout the country, like, installed like it's going to be some nefarious plot. But the thing is, is like, <laughs> They'd be mad as fuck about it because, you know, let's just go ahead and have the satanic temple, have all these politics, go, uh, all of these politicians installed in places. And let's see how quickly you like that, because you're just going to be like, oh, my God, we can't have him in office. He prays to Satan. Like, yeah, that's kind of the whole point. Yeah, man. Sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if you think that Lucian's not going to remove that, try to get that tax exempt status, you're fucking wrong. If, if the Johnson Amendment goes away. They're going to have to, because that's the only way they could play ball. So so be be careful what you're wishing for, for Christians. Uh, Johnson mm-hmm. Amendment is there for protection. And if it goes away, um, I think soon religion would tend to go away in this country pretty goddamn quickly. Man, am I going to raise a stink on that one. But before we get to that subject, nerve gas. Oh, okay. The reason oh, why that's prophetic yeah. is the fact that the church in America has lost its nerve. We've been running around afraid 
The number yeah. one quality that I... I think Trump wasn't talking about you guys being afraid. I think he was talking about the fact that you're peddling fear. But leave it to them to interpret <laughs> Probably, things wrongly. I don't think... Well, <laughs> I, think that, I think that might be giving Trump a little too much credit. I don't think he's able to... No, he's to, not that smart. I don't think he's able to be that nuanced in his, in his speech. I, uh, I don't think he can but, wipe his own ass anymore, apparently. <laughs> Just, no problem. <laughs> he is the... I think... The, is he not the oldest sitting president right now? At 70? I can't remember. I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't care. I don't know. Let's let but this asshat finish up I mean, once we once you get your fuck. point out there because <laughs> I I can't even get it out there because he's fucking using he's fucking using a chemical weapons attack as people losing <laughs> as, the nerve you know oh, as a metaphor for, that's just <laughs> it's just wrong man I loved about like, Donald like, Trump from the beginning was courage I loved his candor. I loved his blatant disregard for the conventional protocol of political speak. Okay. How about how about blatant disregard for politics in general? He's or a blatant the, disregard for everything. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> the man still not has not filled. Speak. He hasn't filled it's, his cabinet. Not, yeah, it's not political speak. It's fucking common decency. It's. I anybody else I, anybody uh, else would have said grab him by dude, the pussy and they would have been done they would have been just completely I've, fucking done <laughs> it, it half the some of the things he has said in public from behind the presidential seal if I heard my kids saying that they would not be they'd be standing in a corner for a couple of minutes while I and then getting them, a lecture <laughs> this is, you do not say that no, that is wrong. You do not get to speak that way to other people or about other people. You don't do it. Well, the thing that kills me the most about Trump is that he is still, I mean, we, we talk about it um, when, we, when we had Jeff on the show, that he's still campaigning. The guy is still campaigning and he's still playing one side versus the other. He's still doing the whole uh, Democrats bad, Republicans good. Not realizing that you're the goddamn president of everybody in the United States. Not just the Republicans that voted for you. You need to m make it work for everybody else in this country. This is not a king. Sh this, you're not a fucking king. You're not a monarch. <laughs> you're an elected <laughs> official, and that's going to come across pretty goddamn fast. And it has because we've got more protests happening against him than any president I can ever remember. Not just that. Have you seen the the numbers for His the approval ratings? Are just calls through. the calls and calls and complaints to the ethics offices. Mm -mm, haven't seen those. Oh, they are like they they spiked by like three thousand percent. Wow, just <laughs> breaking the switchboard. <laughs> yeah, no, they they did break the switchboard. It's like in the year before the year before. Uh, he took office. There were a couple hundred calls, mm -hmm. couple hundred calls, couple hundred complaints. Uh, in the no, first thousands. <laughs> nine days, there were there were ever been about thirty nine thousand. Goddamn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those poor people working those phones. There's <laughs> <laughs> like five people answering those phones day in day out, hearing nothing day but being day screamed out. at. And somebody's job, there's one, there's one guy in that office, his job is literally, when he goes in in the morning, is to try to get the voicemail clear 
<laughs> as it continually fills up. Now, Kyle, you know how impossible it is to clear the the, the outlook the outlook inbox or at least the voicemail <laughs> inbox in certain situations. We're not going to go in depth, but it's just like it's it is it there. There's a reason people go postal, and it's because uh-huh. at the postal service, the mail never decreases. It's always going to be <laughs> mail in, mail out every goddamn day. It never goes away. So there's a reason that people go kind of insane because they're right. the same it's, thing. It's all those, <laughs> it's all those letters that say "do not fold" and mailboxes <laughs> that don't, they don't fit. Do not fold. It doesn't fit. Do not doesn't fit. <laughs> so you God wind up. It. They get the rubber band out and they tape it to the end of your mailbox. So that doesn't work still. Mm-hmm. And there's <laughs> a reason that guy comes in with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell Fuck you what, diplomas. That's the secret for the church right now. God's going to get give us the ability to get our nerve back because it was a nerve oh, gas attack that uh, Syria did, Assad did, and the church is going to get its nerve back. <laughs> People died horrible fucking deaths yeah. the, with those nerve well, agents. Horrible deaths. And you're going to use this as some sort of fucking metaphor for your church getting their nerve back. You guys have well, been ballsy, <laughs> like like nobody's like, business. <laughs> I, I'm glad. I'm glad that I'm glad that video is is saved because what little investigation they can do right now in Syria on that that chemical weapons attack, yeah, so far has been inconclusive because they they can't determine what one where it came from. Who yeah, launched? I mean, who launched it? Who set it off? And they're even they're having a hard time even determining whether or not it was actually set off, or if there are just traces. Yeah. So. So I mean, there there are indications right now that it could, and again, it sounds some of the shit sounds conspiracy. It's it's it sounds like a conspiracy, but right now some of the some of the early indications. One of the possibilities is that it was staged. I mean, not staged in the sense that it there wasn't an actual attack and there weren't actual deaths, but the the chemical portion yeah. of it. There, there's enough loose threads there that have not been tied up. That... Right, right, right. And I'm sure it it probably wasn't because that would be a little ridiculous. <laughs> Why would you? I mean, it, oh. <laughs> just give up trying to understand it just give up yeah i i, do, I don't I... <laughs> but these guys are just going to use it to posture their own thing just like mm. that's great that's great that's I really christ-like before, of you <laughs> before that before that reason i only brought that up before that reason is you know i kind of hope it turned out to be a state staged to you know to, to go trump into doing something <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to into doing something that actually had like no net effect no impact no impact yeah no impact at all but you know pissed a lot of people off might have been illegal probably was illegal uh, so there's a whole lot yeah, you know sure sovereign nation we're not at war with how about that <laughs> i i hope your metaphor looks brilliant in six months oh man and the the thing that kills me is that these people and the, not the Lance Wallnow guy that we're talking about, but people that were upset about the, the chemical attack that happened. Now, let's just say that it was a chemical attack. Just for all intents and purposes, let's just say that. It was a chemical attack. People died. 
kids died. Terrible right. thing that happened. Where was this outrage when, like, oh, like uh, we were bombing with drones, uh, certain targets in Afghanistan or you know Pakistan, you know all these other targets that we've been going after, and where we'll do what they call a double tap, where they'll bomb. Mm-hmm. And then they'll bomb again to get people that are coming in to help rescue. It's like, where is your outrage there? You know, where we're bombing wedding parties and stuff like that. Where was the, where was the outrage when Assad bombed other areas of Syria, dropping barrel bombs and shit, killing all sorts of people? But the problem is because, like, one was blown up conventionally as opposed to with mm-hmm. a, like, gas to death. It's like, right. At least well, they can bury. Was, at least they can bury my body intact instead of trying to scrape me off the fucking shit. wall. You know. I mean, well, fuck. Where was where was that where was that outrage when Assad used chemical weapons the first time? Yeah, and, it was that red was, line, and it was verified. And and it, yeah, it was that it was that whole red line thing. And Obama but said, the, "Can I go into Syria? I need congressional and, approval to go into Syria." No, you can't have congressional no. approval. Right. Can right. I go and into Yemen? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he couldn't. He couldn't get. He couldn't get approval. And he, and I, I, he, I think he made the, I guess the, right choice politically. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, because but Congress is to, hanging to themselves. Not take, <laughs> to not take. Uh, to not take unilateral. Yeah, because it's what, it's, what he what he could have ordered. What he could have ordered would have been completely insufficient anyway. Yeah, I just to see that situation. I just see that the presidential powers will be severely constricted after after Trump leaves office. It's going to have to be because, you know, giving him giving the president powers to strike and, you know, come up with reasoning afterward, that shit needs to stop. Well, it's either going to be severely restricted or there's going to be like a whole new branch of government whose sole job is to is to oversee the executive branch. We're going to have fucking internal affairs like in our own government. <laughs> There's going to have to be like an executive IA office, yeah. And it'll have to be a non uh non uh, uh partisan and it'll have to be a lifetime appointment. Be, so, <laughs> yeah. Like a Supreme Court for the Supreme <laughs> Court. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Have y'all ever wondered what it's like to be a redneck with empathy? Have you never heard of a Southerner who isn't a blathering bigot? Well, have I got the show for you. It's the Podunk Polymath Podcast, hosted by myself, Chris, and it's the sentiments of a secular, sarcastic, screwed-up Southern SJW and skeptic. You can find me and the show on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, or your favorite podcatcher. Y'all stop on by and take it easy now, okay? All right, that brings an end to the feature segment. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the Friday Patron Show. Uh, That's when we drop the veil of secrecy on our six-month-old exclusive episodes and bring them to the rest of you wonderful people that are not patrons. Uh, Those people that count themselves as one of our patrons have probably already heard that episode, along with another 40 or so shows that are available only to them and remain available only to them. So if you like what we do here and wish to support the show and what we produce every week, make sure you go to patreon.com slash Outcast and donate at a level that you feel comfy with. So many thanks go out to our sustaining patrons, Angelica Pearson, the Godless Revolution podcast, Luis Cruz, Jeff Linville, Mike and Darcy Bowman, and of course, the Rizzy monster herself, Marissa McCool. Uh, remember, we don't only credit those who send us a show some cash. We give shout outs to anybody who gives us a review on iTunes. Subscribe on YouTube or even the review we got on Facebook this week from Luis Cruz, who gave us a five-star review. Thanks for that, man. It really does help. Hey! 
Your reviews really do help out the show in reaching more people. We're grateful to get any reviews in. So right now, uh, if you haven't, go and give us a rating. So um, be sure to do that because it really fucking helps. And we'll make sure we give you your due praise in return. So a final thanks to Kyle for joining me this week. But like I said, we'll catch you on Friday with our older patron show and again on Monday with a brand new episode full of current events. But until then, everybody, I can take a breath and say you're welcome. Uh, good night, everybody. Thousand dollars.
nope, don't see a problem here. Not going to worry about none of this ever again. You guys are just being yep. too touchy. Like <laughs> you're too sensitive. Ah, damn you and your political correctness. It's like going up to a black person. Oh, oh your hair looks so exotic. Racism, guys. <laughs> it's 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 yeah. <laughs> it's a racist thing to say. <laughs> It's like, like, oh my god! It's like, I want to get that Oriental flavor of ramen. It's like, why is it still called no. that? Yeah, <laughs> it shouldn't be because it's, it should it's be called so... like soy sauce flavor or something like that. It's like... Soy flavor, <laughs> soy and shiitake flavor. That's what it is. It's yeah. soy and shiitake. It's soy and salt. That's... <laughs> it is salty shiitake mushrooms with fermented soybeans. Maybe yeah. a little miso in there. Yep. That's <laughs> uh, one of my favorite snacks when I was a kid to mm-hmm. eat dry. I used to eat it like chips. I love that shit. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> back to this racist motherfucker. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it. Because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. This message is sponsored by Amazon. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies. Making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs. (laughs) COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel. But now there are vaccines. It's okay to have questions. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. 